1: Hi, you're listening to Nobody Cares Except for Me. I am your host, Auntie Donahue. This is a podcast. Um, I hope you know that. If not, that's really exciting for you, actually. That's You made it to 2018 without knowing what a podcast was. So, like, pat yourself on the back and buy yourself a fucking feather for your hat because you did it. Do um, you know who doesn't have a feather in her hat? Our guest today. Because I wouldn't be friends with someone who had a hat that looked that way. This is Rachel Davies joining us. She's a writer person she's moving to Montreal by the time you hear this she'll be in Montreal yes thank you I'm like that's my I'm like I should have just looked at you and been like could you say something into the microphone (laughs) but I'll just have you laugh and tell me in this moment what do you care about and no one else does I care about the social network way too much (gasps) and now for the disclaimer I do want to make everything very clear we're not talking about Facebook we're not—I don't—this is not about Zuckerberg. Like, a lot—by the time you hear this, we all might be dead. I don't know. But I do know— <laughs> He might be dead. He might be dead. We don't know. We have no idea. We have no—who knows? I might kill him before this airs. I mean, that's your piece that you get to make with God, a.k.a., I guess, Mark Zuckerberg in his in his <laughs> eyes, in his own eyes. So this is about the film by Aaron Sorkin. This is the second Sorkin movie that we've talked about on this podcast. Oh, really? What's the first one? Moneyball. Okay. Well, that's like fine. I know what it is. You but... know what it is, but that's okay. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not what you love and are obsessed with. Mm-hmm. So, can you take me back to a when you first saw it and B what sparked this? Like, holy shit! I love The Social Network.
0: Okay. So, I think when I first saw it, I wasn't like deeply, like in love with it. It was more of like a slow burn. Speaking of Casey Musgraves, who has a song called Slow Burn. Oh. Anyway, great. Plug her right now. <laughs> Just throw her right into the mic. Um. Yeah. So, and then it's on Netflix. So it was really easy to watch. It's like such a long movie. It's good in the background. I think the real draw for me at first was the soundtrack, which is amazing.
1: I, you know, it's really really good if you have a deadline. I'm that. There goes perfect timing. She's, <laughs> I should say she has her headphones in and is blaring the social network soundtrack <laughs> as we're talking. Um. Yeah. I, I listened to that 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 soundtrack like. I was, I was listening to that every day when I was doing work. You know what? I went through the same thing. When the movie came out, I expected it to be – I don't know what I thought. Like, I think – I went in – how old were you when you first saw it? Probably 17. Right. Okay. So, we get it. You're cool. It came,
0: it came out, like, when I was probably way younger than that, like, probably 13 or something.
1: Was it 2008 or 2009 or 2010? If it
0: was 2008, I would have been 10.
1: Cool. So, just so we know. I'm fucking old um, and I was in university when it came out because I went with my friend who I knew from university and it was our second year being friends. So it was between 2009 and 2010. OK. Yeah. Sure. You know what? Someone's screaming the answer into the microphone like into their car right now <laughs> and I'm so glad. Good. Get mad. Feel it. Feel it. Be- make the face Mark Zuckerberg gets when he gets the note passed to him in the class. So you didn't. Love it right away. You liked it, yeah. And then, at what point did you realize it? It's um. Do we want to say masterpiece? Yeah,
0: we 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 do want to say okay. masterpiece.
1: Um, probably when I was in
0: my first year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would watch that in my dorm alone. Um, I think it's amazing. Generally, not about a male-driven narrative,
1: <laughs> but this is my opposites attract movie. It is a very oddly comforting film. Um, considering it's a movie that's r- rife with tension and revolves around the most unlikable people that you could possibly um, like put together in a movie. Right. And I include both winklevy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: also, it's... The casting has always been interesting, but it's gotten more interesting in the past few years because we have like Rooney Mara, who's in Carol. Mm-hmm. We have like The Winklevi, The Winklevi, and Call Me by Your Name. Not so interested. it's like really queer, like act- straight actors playing queer, but like these weird figures. It's yeah,
1: fun. and then you have Andrew Garfield, mm. who's very—he's—I think this is my favorite Andrew Garfield role. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's my certainly not Spider Man. Timberlake wrong? Right? Yeah. I forgot until you mentioned that he was in it. And he's the one that says, drop the the. Yeah. Brie Larson, not Brie Larson. Dakota Fanning Are is we, in it. Dakota Johnson. Dakota Jan. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, goodbye, everybody. This has been <laughs> Nobody Cares. <laughs> yeah. She's in it for approximately two minutes. She is. And she sleeps with Sean Parker. And a. that's how he finds out about Facebook. Oh, my God! Now you being younger than me and maybe some of our listeners, I don't know what my fan base is hashtag fan base <laughs> hashtag it's the Winkle vibe <laughs> that's all um. Did you, were you like introduced, like did you have Facebook when you saw this movie? Or did you grow up with Facebook? Yeah, so I was in the sixth
0: grade when Facebook was when people like my age started using it. Like obviously not when people just in colleges were using it. So probably I was in the fifth grade when my sister started having having it. So did this
1: movie make you care more or less about Facebook?
0: Well, it's just like how this isn't about the Facebook scandal. Like to me, it's completely removed. Right. Well, yeah,
1: everything we're talking about in this the half hour yeah, is removed from that.
0: So it doesn't really I guess it wouldn't affect my feeling
1: for That's, Facebook. All right. OK. That's interesting. I mean, listen, some of us went home and really tried to look up all the people who were in the movie and named. And that is just our own journeys that we went on. Did you do that? I mean, yeah. I think I actually, when you said that, that brought something up for me, which is I think the first
0: time I watched the movie and was really into it, I went on Mark Zuckerberg's like public page. Mm-hmm. And he has like, or at least at the time he had like five likes and one of them was
1: Snoop Dogg, which I thought was funny. Yeah. that. that but in, in retrospect now, that of course. he Of course. I would love to know what the other likes were. But, I mean. I don't have
0: that. I don't have that information
1: yet. (laughs) I'll make you search it on your phone. So, okay. Question Mm -hmm. then. um, Because that's how interviews work. Um, When you watch the movie, do you root for Zuckerberg? Who are you rooting for?
0: Rooney Mara?
1: Oh, yeah. She is fucking gold in this movie.
0: I... Yeah, Rooney Mara, and then, like, the slideshow when they're at the Jewish frat, and there's a slideshow of Niagara Falls, and it's, like, a Hawaiian-themed party or something. Those are the two entities I'm rooting for.
1: for The slide of Niagara Falls? Yeah. I mean, I know nothing. Like, I didn't—did you go to post-secondary school? For a year. So we're both dropouts. Yeah. So I never understood— I don't think, when I watched it the first time, the relationship between, like, student and frat and, like, these secret—I did not understand what it was he was trying to get into, and I didn't know why he wanted to get into it. Yeah. I still don't 100% know. Is it, like—I mean, I like, genuinely speaking, like, at what point did you start to actually understand that this was a movie about, like, feeling special and, like, being hashtag blessed and part of the elite?
0: Um— well, I – this is my personal anecdote about the movie, which is Bring that it. my – I have two wealthy cousins who went to Phillips Exeter Academy, which is where he went to high school. It's like Thank a you. private boarding school oh. in, like, Massachusetts. It's
1: one of the, like, bigger ones. It made me feel super anxious. And but I But right, so fancy. <laughs> but I always knew
0: – I'm pretty sure, like, he – or at least this is what I, like, think, so it's – might as well be knowing it. Yes. That he, like, went on scholarship or something. Sure. So I think I always saw it as, like – him being, like, feeling so out of place there and, like, just, like, being able to posture. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's why I first started really like really liking it. Maybe I was rooting for Zuckerberg at first when I was, like, in college and it seemed like everyone, no one else was, like, on financial aid <laughs> and I yeah. was. Maybe that was it, but now it's definitely not that I'm rooting for him.
1: Yeah, it's, like, I think the more you watch it, the more it becomes less, like, a story that's super straightforward and is about, like, this man's rise up. To our own relationships with class, our own relationships with wealth, our own relationships with, like, like fitting in, not fitting in, even, like, body type. Like, mm-hmm. w- um, the fact that he is, you know, praised for the comparisons of women to farm animals, and that's what gets him on the radar and, like, lauded, mm-hmm. that – Those, to me, become more fascinating the more I watch it.
0: Yeah. I love the way that Aaron Sorkin set up the story as though he's, like, doing everything to get women's attention. Mm -hmm. I think that's really fun. And, like, Mark Zuckerberg has commented on that publicly and said, like, how – like, I don't remember the exact quote, but basically that, like – the movie is like not at all true because when, before he started Facebook, he had a girlfriend and like he's still with that girlfriend and stuff. So I think it's fun that Aaron Sorkin was like, yeah,
1: whatever. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, it's it certainly made him more likable. Yeah, because he looked, he seemed, he plays like. Now, I've gone on to confuse Jesse Eisenberg now with Mark Zuckerberg. Like, to me, they're the same person. Yeah, And everything he does, I'm like, oh, standard Zuckerberg. So fucking thirsty. (laughs) Great book of fucking funny essays. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) But, like, I think he plays him in this way, too, that's like, you can't stand. I I can't stand him, but I also understand. Like, I'm adhered to him.
0: Right. Like, when he's, like bitching out the lawyer and stuff like that. It's, like,
1: fun. It's fun in the
0: same way that, like, we both love Justin Bieber. And, like, it's the same as, like, him and Never Say Never, like, riding around the golf cart and,
1: like, all these, like, rich people being like,
0: what the fuck? And he's, like, dealing with his wealth. So I feel like it's a similar...
1: It's a tale of, like, hashtag new money. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, because you and I have talked about this before, like, we kind of both come from similar... Demographics, I guess. I think whatever Preston Hasler saying, whatever. <laughs> uh, all similar. You guys listening, don't get know what that is. I don't give a shit because this is my podcast and that's how it's gonna go. But I think when you watch anybody come into new money, you almost I automatically am like, fuck yes. Like I like um even think like minus Scarface because like I cannot stand how Al Pacino plays him and it makes you want to. Die. I was born in 1997, so I don't get the reference. Oh, you know what I was doing in 1987? (laughs) Falling in love with Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black and Volcano. Two back-to-back Lee Jones films in that summer. It was amazing. But any... Okay, what's a new money tale that you adhere to? If you say Great Gatsby starring Leonardo DiCaprio, okay. I was going to say, no. Um, I mean, really, like, Justin Bieber, like we said. Okay. All the one-directioners, I guess you could say. Like, all the direction boys, they're all from... Like very, I mean Liam Payne, I think would be the biggest example of like someone who's just like really basking in it in a way that's like, oh, I see you're wearing a gold chain now. Yeah, I just haven't been fully obsessed with them ever. Okay, you're making this difficult for me not to kick you out of this. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, Uh, just kidding, Alex. He just started freaking out and just crying right now. My son.
0: One Direction was my first concert though. Ooh, sorry. Uh, I'm gonna go back. Don't
1: you dare apologize. And if you cut that. I will cut you, Alex. He's silent <laughs> out of fear and respect. Um, I I can't think of it. I mean, there's a lot of like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. You could argue that even like, if you look at Star Wars, the last, not The Last Jedi, the one before, do you not see that? I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to give you a little something. Here you go. Put this in your 20 year old hat with the feather in it. Throw it around. But, like, any hero that we root for – if we say we're to root for Rey, who is the hero of um, – what's the movie with the – not The Last Jedi? The Force Awakens. Thank you very much. Rey is – comes from nothing and she has to, like, rise up and then she uses the rebellion to be, like, hurt – like, come into her own and blah, 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 blah. I think any any movie – Yeah, like Harry Potter and stuff. That is, would be another yeah. one because he comes from the cupboard under the stairs. exactly, And – I have a lot to say about that, but that's another another podcast for another day. It almost like – you almost forget that, like, Zuckerberg is not the film character. And you root for this character, and then you realize too late that you've been rooting for a person who is inherently kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that –
0: I mean, also, after I realized I was so obsessed with the social network, I started watching Silicon Valley. Oh,
1: <laughs> Which is great for men. Yeah.
0: All the men love that show, I feel like. I mean, yeah,
1: why don't we get that guy, TJ, is it TJ Miller? Let's we get, hate him. Let's throw him onto the pod. Let's throw him in a fire. No. <laughs> we can't threaten legally, but I can say <laughs> that that's a funny joke that I appreciated.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, so that show doesn't have the same kind of appeal in terms of like new money because like we don't really know that much about their like socioeconomic backgrounds or whatever but it is like also another appeal for this movie and for the show i guess too would be like just that it's like completely different people than i know in my own life Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah i think it's a it's the social network oddly and probably ironically is an escapist um means because i don't i don't know this world i don't know people like this I hate tech. Like, no offense. It's just like, it makes me feel, I don't know. Okay, Rachel is sobbing. Um, will you, we'll return after this commercial break. I'm Sandra, and
0: I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/achieve today.
1: Okay, we're back. Uh, is are you done crying now? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um... <laughs> no, you're not. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be done crying when I say you're done crying. It's like I don't know when i watch when I watched it as a twenty something person, it almost seemed like complete like a fairy tale because I didn't know anyone in my age bracket who could do anything like this, and it just seemed like who would actually be able to do this blah 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 and then now, as I watch it as an adult, like more of an adult mm-hmm. um it becomes almost like. You, I, it's almost like the same people that would watch this movie and take it seriously and idolize him are the same people that would put a Scarface poster on their door. And like we can watch now and be like, oh, this is a story by Sorkin. He's completely unlikable, this person. I'd say he's almost an antagonist because we know what he goes on to be. What an inter- what a well done film. Mm-hmm. We don't, you I'm assuming you don't see him as a hero, or do you see no. him as a hero? Who, other than, like, I know that you really have a fondness for the Niagara Falls backdrop, (laughs) but out of him and his posse, I should say, like, who is it that you actually are, like, you're fine, you're doing okay, you're doing amazing, sweetie? I guess Andrew Garfield. Right. But. But he's also a bit of a.
0: I just really feel like I'm not rooting for anyone in that
1: movie. You know what I think is interesting? I don't, I actively root against the Winklevi, but they didn't do anything wrong. Right. All they, they're doing every, like, they're just normal guys that got fucked over. Right. But I'm like, fuck these guys.
0: Right, yeah. I don't like them. I love that scene when they lose the rowing competition and everyone's coming up to them and being like, oh, that was such a close race. I've never seen something where someone lost that close. Like, we love that scene in my
1: house. Do you all love that scene? Do you watch it with your family? I love it. You do watch it with That's just my
0: home. house. Oh, it's your house. Yeah. I don't know. I try to make everyone I know watch it with me. Um, my mom loves it. My mom loves Aaron Sorkin. She loved The West Wing? Yeah. Okay. Do you like – what's your relationship to Aaron Sorkin?
1: <laughs> my relationship with Aaron Sorkin is as a person, I find him to be like someone's uncle that doesn't know when to stop talking to you at a barbecue, mm-hmm. but as a f- screenwriter – I, I do like his work.
0: What is your favorite Aaron Sorkin movie? Or, like, um, West Wing,
1: I guess. I, you know what? I mean, Elamine came on here. We talked about Moneyball. I don't think Moneyball's my fave. I really liked Molly's Game, actually. I wanted to ask you about Molly's Game. Do you, what do you want to ask me?
0: Just ask you your feelings about it.
1: I mean, there's a bit at the end where it gets a little dad centric, mm-hmm. which is like we get it, Sorkin.
0: Right, you're middle
1: aged. Mm-hmm. Welcome, congrats, or older. I don't know how old you are. I don't Google his age, but there. But I like I like quick di- I like dialogue that like goes fast. Like, yeah, I love the first two seasons of The West Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of fall off after that because it gets a little too dramatic, and I get nervous. Um, but I, I Sorkin does a really good job of if you think super fast and sometimes too fast to the point where, like, you say something stupid, which is typically how I operate, it's a very, like, comforting genre mm-hmm. of film. I don't know if that's how you feel.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. But I do think out of the Aaron Sorkin movies that I've seen that The Social
1: Network is the best one
0: because I think it's much funnier than any it's of the It's very funny.
1: Yeah. It, even the way the note-passing scene that's become a meme. Right.
0: There's, like... From Right from the beginning, like, there's that scene with Rooney Mara, mm-hmm. and you're laughing, like, almost that entire scene. Like, they're making the jokes about the bouncer and how she slept with him, and they're making the jokes where she's, like, you're going to think everyone thinks you're, like, too much or whatever the fuck, but you're just, a, like, a douchebag. Yeah.
1: Everything is funny. Almost, oh, yeah. I think. Oh, I think even when he, like, she's, like, I have to go, I don't want to be rude to my friends, and, like, turns away. I'm, like, oh, I need to be more like that. Yeah.
0: I think, and then Molly's game, I feel like I laughed, like, twice
1: yeah molly's game i didn't feel was very serious i felt more bummed i think probably because in that true story you can see that molly almost got set up to like fail whereas zuckerberg his care i'm using character here but like he is this classic underdog that is like such a loser yeah who's wearing fucking flip-flops in the winter you idiot and he goes up and he gets dumped and he gets mad so he journals it on his blog like you little bitch like (laughs) are you serious whereas at least Molly's like oh cool I'm gonna take some money now yeah (laughs) I'm gonna get into drugs a bit but everybody like there's no redemption moment in the social network yeah it's just him not getting a friend request accepted from Rooney Mara
0: right I think also my main issue with Molly's game was that Michael Sarah was the actor chosen to play Toby McGuire.
1: Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly.
0: <laughs> and he would have been like eleven
1: when that actually happened. I mean, I thought he did okay. I like Michael Sarah. I
0: like Michael Sarah, but I just don't think the timeline makes sense at all.
1: No, I mean I think I just suspended my disbelief yeah. where I was like, this makes sense. I accept this. Um, but then when I Googled it, and I did, believe me, and mm-hmm. found out it was probably Tobey Maguire. I was floored. Mm-hmm. And then I knew it. I always had a weird feeling about him. Mm-hmm. That's another podcast I'll be hosting. <laughs> just having people in to be like, what do you think about Tobey Maguire? And they just tell me and then they leave. <laughs> if you guys are interested in that, please kickstart me because <laughs> E1 is already like fucking hell no. Absolutely not. <laughs> now, do you like Fincher? David Fincher, the director. I don't, like, know any of his other movies. Did you like, watch Seven? Girl, the Dragon Tattoo. Um, Gone Girl?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love
1: that movie. Because you can see even, like, the, right. everything is very... Right.
0: Yeah. I love that movie.
1: Yeah, I would say I like him based on the two movies. Wow. Get, listen to our film podcast, everyone. <laughs> Just two <laughs> girls who love movies. Just living it up. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like... I went into I went into the social network just in second year university after I'd already dropped out of college. So I was 24 mm-hmm. and it had gotten so much Oscar buzz and it was almost billed because of Fincher as a thriller like not 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 officially but the murmurs. So I went in being like, "Oh, this is people were like it's going to make you so tense, you're going to get so anxious." And I was like, "Oh, fuck, yeah, I'm here for it." Yeah. And then it wasn't that. It's not that at all. Yeah. It's almost like an episode of the West Wing.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like that and also it's like how like most horror movies, they're scary because of the soundtrack. Yeah. Like your emotions are played with by the soundtrack, but it's not like in the same intensity I thought it was really interesting
1: how the soundtrack um, when the girls are going to the party mm-hmm. and it's a frat party and like it's that I can hear it in my head and I'm sure you can yeah. too it's such a it's so good especially if you're working Um and then you have like fun frat and sorority people who in retrospect this looks like the worst party I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> they're like on a bus and then they like strip and make out and it's like if I were there I'd be like I'm out I hate all of you <laughs> and then they're like dancing in a mansion with
0: like wooden walls yeah, my and friend... they're like on top the tables,
1: yeah. My friend, I was a sidebar, lived on um the frat street around U of T up here. I lived on that street, right? Mm-hmm. It's really, we would walk by the frat houses and just be bummed out because you could see and sometimes I you'd had be to like, walk by Whoa. them
0: every day for like nine months.
1: God, what is going on in there, like in the daytime? Like, what I would love to Hell. know. Hell, do you think they're just like stressed out and sad? Do you think they're listening to this? I think they have no self awareness, so they're not listening to this. No, okay. And they're not stressed out, I would say. No. Their lives are going to be easy for the rest of their lives, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and they have, like, like if you have a couch on your front lawn in the rain, Oof. you're not self-aware. You're no. not worried about things. That's, like, like
1: no. <sighs> I mean, I remember when a guy in my class in grade 10 had a couch on his family's front lawn, and it just said, with a sign on, it said "chillaxin," And I thought that was the most hilarious thing. But I was 15. When you're doing that when you're 21. <sighs> it's really time to talk about What's I don't even home? have a couch in my apartment. <laughs> okay. In all fairness, you're moving, <laughs> or maybe you won't have a couch. Who needs one? I do. I I'm do like. Real to announce in my new sublet, I have a couch. Oh mm-hmm. my god! By the time people hear this, you will have moved gone for two months. So mm-hmm. good luck if you haven't gotten a couch by now. Um, I'm so sorry, <laughs> but everything's gone horribly wrong for you. I guess. <laughs> I just like how when you have the like the cool party. I'm using quotes because it's horrific and on the other end of the spectrum you have zuckerberg and his like two friends hacking into the mainframe and it's just like but the music makes it seem like you're like yeah go mark zuckerberg hack harder and no i don't know to me that splits it and i almost i start rooting against this frat team Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah fuck you system yeah zuckerberg and then it turns me into one of those people that's like Like I even get angry at like Andrew Garfield's girlfriend for being so extra. We're in reality. I'm like she's like twenty years old, and if you have one of those, everybody has had dynamics that are kind of similar in some capacity. Yeah, and yet she's villainized. There
0: is so much in that movie when she lights the scarf on fire in the apartment. Who among us?
1: In all fairness, she did put it into a garbage bin. So it was going (laughs) to burn out.
0: No, I'm happy for her. This isn't
1: like, I'm not upset. Are you hating on her? Is this your time?
0: I'm announcing myself as a girl
1: hater. Oh, great. I'm a bad feminist. I'm not even a feminist. No. I'm
0: a meninist. Oh,
1: very daring stance Um. here on the Nobody Gears podcast. (laughs) Soon to turn into uh, a misandry hotline. (laughs) Exciting. <laughs> that's actually why I was brought on today. Yeah, I'd like you to talk about men's rights. Mm, Do you uh, think he you think Mark's That's actually why with... I love the movie because you love the right to wear flip-flops and look like a freak in I the winter. Think
0: every man should complain about his ex-girlfriend on his live journal 100% every night
1: attack her last name. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, tell everybody they that you know and that she knows. That she's come from a lack of funds. That she is a B cup, as in barely there. Oh yeah. Although that everyone knows for record is not what that means. In fact, what does that even? It means a B cup. It's also the size. It can go. Listen. Here's the thing about bras. They don't mean shit. The band size. The band Let's size. That. that is a whole other fucking realm. The cup <laughs> size is another misery marathon you could go your whole life without knowing your bra size. I went 27 years wearing the wrong bra size hell I still don't know no oh, but I will say you look great <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, currently wearing a bralette good for you and that's why we have these kind of conversations you never know where they're gonna go and this is what someone else might care about Rachel Davies bra size <laughs>
0: That's why my followers are tuning
1: in. Jesse Eisenberg right now is like hacking into the <laughs> mainframe. He's I, writing about this in his next play and his next and his next live journal mm-hmm. based on his play. <laughs> um, what is it's What is Andrew Garfield's character's name? Eduardo. Yep. Now would we say that he is the actual hero? Like, are we? How do you think Sorkin and Fincher wanted us to like root for? Like, do you think he was our hero? Do you think? zucks the hero do you think the winklevi are the heroes
0: maybe facebook is the
1: hero Ooh, do you think <laughs> that do you actually believe that
0: well i can't see i mean i like i do think eduardo is supposed to be a really sympathetic character but mm-hmm. i don't think that he's like the hero I think he just operates as the moral compass yeah yeah um i mean i want him to win a bunch of money so maybe he is the hero
1: yeah and i don't want and I, I root against Sean Parker. Right. Right. Um, and I root... The thing is, I think the way this movie... Del- like It delivers such a message that you almost inevitably turn... You can, not you do. Okay. You can turn into what you hate. Because when you see Zach and Eduardo and everybody... Doing that, like, weird ke- code off with all of their... Is it interns or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it is the exact same culture as, like, the club and the frat culture. Right.
0: Exactly. It's just...
1: it's the- And almost like, well, this is what Silicon Valley is. And then they move there and it gets, like, even... It gets worse than
0: the frat culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's almost like a cautionary tale of you inevitably morph into who you're trying to react against.
0: Yeah. I love... When they dive off the roof of the house. Do you remember that?
1: I do. Of course I remember that. So I have to (laughs) put this movie on in the background as well. How long do you think, how many, sorry, how many times do you think you've seen it? I can't count. Like that Okay, yeah, It's just something very comforting to put on the background. Putting on, if you're going to sleep, um, not that it's boring, but it's just very, it's a comforting thing to watch. Yeah. Um, I actually also find Gone Girl very comforting. I don't know if it's maybe Mm -hmm. just the way Fincher directs. It's, like, the lighting. Wait, have you seen Steve Jobs? Yeah. Okay, wait. Not Ashton Kutcher. Not the Ashton Kutcher one, No, Aaron Sorkin I, one. I did see that. Did okay. you like it? Because it's almost like paralleling Zuckerberg's You Become What yeah. You See. Um, I just, like, I find all the kid stuff super depressing in that movie. Yeah, it's a like, lot.
0: Obvi- like, you're supposed to, but it's not the same amount of
1: comforting cuz there's like so much more like adult
0: stress i feel like
1: yeah i feel i found that like as someone like i'm an only child and so my mom and dad like if i if they were working i'd either go to my grandmas or go to my nana and papas so i and i always understood that my dad had to work or my mom had to work because we needed to eat and we needed a house so i was always like yeah cool of course I'm working so in movies where p- or kids don't get it i always get stressed because i'm like what don't you get like they have to pay for things yeah uh, i or maybe I'm just a and there's bad that person. scene I
0: actually watched it last night in preparation for this. Oh kind my god, of. you um, got
1: really like you were really prepped for this. I did my homework, which is very um, nice, thank you.
0: But there's that scene where she like Steve Jobs finds out that the mom has been like abusing her and like threw oh, a bowl I forgot at her. About right, that part. I forgot about that part until I rewatched it. So it's like there's a lot of really real like stress that is kind of just brushed off in favor of like Apple, obviously. Yeah, but. Not getting the resolution I need.
1: Yeah. Although Kate Winslet did a very good job. Oh, we love her. Bless her heart.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I don't know what else I was going to say about her. got distracted <laughs> because I thought this was a text that was like, oh my God, what is that? And it was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? It's Steve Jobs from Beyond the Grave. I found that I rooted for, I knew Steve Jobs was a dick, but mm-hmm. I found myself, I wonder if it's like the, do I just root for the actor because I like Michael Fassbender right. and I can't stand Jesse Eisenberg? Like, I mean, I'm sure in person, Jesse, you are great, but I just don't think we'd have a lot to talk about. Dear Mr. Eisenberg, um... I think that we would have little to nothing to talk about if we ever were to cross paths (laughs) and you would find me abrasive at best. I'll be waiting in the West Village at 5 p.m. Oh, God, is that where he lives? I think so. Probably. He's probably... In my head, I'm like, he's wearing some fucking (laughs) (laughs) flip-flops. I think he's wearing, like, some leather shoes, he's probably quite wealthy and and well-dressed. Yeah, Yeah. like, corduroy pants. Mm, Then that's a hard pass. This is up there as flip flops for me. We had somebody come in and they're like, what if you met the man of your dreams and he's wearing flip flops and cargo shorts? I'm like, well, no, he wouldn't. And like, No, it's not yeah, happening. That's not the man of your dreams. Absolutely not. No. I'm shallow, Alex. What do you want? <sighs> I am. I am not Same. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to rapid fire some questions. Mm-hmm. Favorite scene? Um, the scene, the, the fuck you flip flops scene. Fuck you flip flops. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, least favorite scene? Like the one you hate. Wait, can I,
0: I'm going to change my answer. Well, you have, we're
1: sticking with the first one, but now you can add to this, you can add it.
0: Okay. Um, also the, the don't
1: fish, eat other fish. That's true. That's, that's amazing. What is it that he follows it up with? Like, the something? The, the, the salmon and the trout. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Oh, it's so good.
0: What scene do you hate? I'm, I'm pretty bored by the scene with the note, even though that is the one that became a, a meme using like in face. class. Yeah, I know. It, it's
1: yeah. a good face that he makes, but I mean, I understand. But I, that's just
0: like, I love all the scenes, mm-hmm. and so that's at the end of the, the list of favorite scenes.
1: <laughs> what is your favorite Winklevi moment?
0: At, after the rowing, when they lose. Oh, beautiful. Also, while they're rowing and the song is playing. It's such a love. good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: so important. Um, okay, what is the... The strongest lesson that you've taken from this movie: Don't
0: get into tech.
1: Yeah, it's a great one. Don't do it. It sounds and seems awful. Um, okay, and if you could change one thing about Mark Zuckerberg, what would it? The character, not the person. We don't care about him. What would it be, and why? Um, I think he should wear Gucci flip flops. Why? Because he has the money too. Do you think he's still wearing flip flops? Yeah. Oh, is he? Does he still wear flip flops? I, I don't think that, anything seriously. has changed for him. I hate that, mm-hmm. including his haircut. Mm-hmm. Change your haircut. It's been ten years. You don't have an excuse anymore. Some of us cut our own hair over. Well, the he snake. probably thinks he's being like Steve Jobs. No, like how he's like keeping the same look, right? With the turtleneck. Yeah, but you me. can't really go wrong with a turtleneck if it's done mm-hmm. well. Case in point, you. Although I will say Steve Jobs in the movie Jobs, his turtlenecks were too baggy. Yeah, be more agreed. fitted. Mm-hmm. More, I want a blazer over that. The shit. American Apparel, right? <laughs> wear a little spandex thing underneath. Balance it out. He should wear a, sp- a bodysuit. Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs in Steve Jobs. Why not both? Oh, why would we I? we had leave? the romp him? We did have the romp him. Oh my God! You know who would wear a romp him? One of the Winklevi. Oh yeah, yeah. By now, I assume that they hate each other. Oh yeah. Didn't they go on to invent something very expensive and fancy, or something? They did something good. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they won an Olympic gold medal. <gasps> no, they won a bronze. Wow. So, well, that's not gold, is it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they still lost by just. This and so much. that's
1: the glimpse you would have into if I had children. <laughs> And why I will not be doing that. Ugh. Oh, so it's not gold? All right. Well, I guess that's... <laughs> I always think that I would be a good Betty Draper. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah.
0: Your hair looks like it today, too. Thank you so much.
1: You know what? It is scarf season, and I am just living. Also, I'm very bored with my hair, and I can't cut it again, and I don't want to dye it again. So that's where we're at. It looks great. Thank you. I like your hair. Thanks. Do you know whose hair I don't like? Mm. Mark Zuckerberg's. Not about you, Alex. Not everything is about you. Agreed. Yeah. All right. I do like Eduardo's hair. Sorry. Eduardo is mm-hmm. very handsome. Mm-hmm. And not just like as as an aside, that was the movie that made me like Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Spider-Man. and was well, like, why are you playing a 16 year old boy? Then I saw the second film and I walked immediately into the ocean.
0: Haven't seen it.
1: And you're not missing much. <laughs> you're not missing much. I feel like you should see seven if you like serial killer films. I don't. Oh, well, then don't see it (laughs) under any circumstances. Okay, so why don't you tell the internet where they can find you?
0: Um, I'm at Rachel Complaints Mm -hmm. on Instagram, Twitter, everything pretty much. And then www.racheldavies.xyz is my website. And is there
1: a zine
0: coming out? Yeah, I'm coming out with a magazine called I Think You Would Like It featuring an interview with Auntie Donahue. (gasps) It's like everybody you just
1: can't get enough. We can't get enough of just can't get enough. Mm-mm. I mean, listen, we talk a lot about the Winkle pie. Just kidding. We don't mention them at all. But <laughs> that's another interview we'll be doing.
0: Betty Draper 2.0 Draper is the headline.
1: Down. A little meaner, but also nicer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, if you guys head to nobodycares.ca, you can tell me what you care about and nobody else seems to. And I will read it on the show because that's how things work around here um in the meantime that's about it i mean i don't know i'm guys, i'm bad at this this is why i don't have a long intro nobody cares (laughs) anyways i'll see you next week okay bye